2: LFC Day Trippers, brought to you by bookmakers.com.
0: Good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4. It is the LFC Day Trippers. It is Sunday night. It's Liverpool 4. It's Spurs 3. It was absolute madness. Um, but you come to expect that from Liverpool, don't you really? So, <clears throat> with me this evening, Shani and Keith, I'm going to tell you, Emmett was out on a lash at a wedding. right? <laughs> and he's in an absolute bundle. Right, he tried his best and he got about 5 o'clock this evening, at God, Place. I can't, I, I, I just haven't recovered, so I'm like, yeah, it's no problem, so, that's why uh, Emma isn't with us tonight, but it is, Shawnee, it is Keith, as I said, Liverpool 4, Sports 3, show is brought to you by bookmakers.com, check out their website, if you gamble, do so responsibly, all the odds on all the sports from all the bookies, if you don't, there's loads of stuff on that website, bookmakers.com, if you want to read up on loads of things about football and all other sports as well, um, Shawnee how are you?
2: Good. Yeah. Good. Productive Sunday. Um Yeah, it was actually a great day. There was um a tournament on in Crumlin United you know, this morning with some mm. of the some big clubs around Europe. Benfica the Robbie Camel, was it? Yeah, Benfica yeah. were there, Celtic were there, Burnley, Wolves. Um Crumlin. It was deadly, deadly atmosphere up there. Seeing some good players, fuck me don't know what Benfica doing with their academy but my Jesus um, <laughs> the good. A different level a different I was level. talking Had to, to be- a fella
1: they were on tour in Portugal with Unda and and um, they said they played local teams and you know the standard was yeah it was good it was good and then they saw the Benfica kids at the same age and they're like jacking in lads there's no point these <laughs> yeah. fellas are bleeding getting human traffic
2: from all over the place uh, and uh, football non-stop it- it's, it's mental. Uh, so they are playing hooked into like FIFA, like bleeding computer chips, they're, like unbelievable for their age. Couldn't believe it. What age? Um, On you- under twelves.
0: Oh Jesus, that' And I
2: tell you what, like we <clears throat> were playing Celtic, like and just a couple of big lads playing for Celtic, like you know, like physical. But my God, just. Fucking it was great to see. It was good and I tell you what, the, the crumbling team, uh, no bad shakes. I think Ireland uh, as as bad as bad as probably it's been for the last world, there's some top quality coaches in Ireland and some really, really talented young lads coming through and they more than held their own, but you could see the difference in Benfica. It's just kinda of like fucking when you look at the money they've churned, they've they've brought in on players over the last 10-15 years, it's no surprise but they seem to have a down or whatever they're doing. so I think it's actually on again tomorrow the tournament so if you're around the Cumberland area um, You know it's it's funny you should say that Sean,
1: did um, you all see, anyone see Robbie Keane is playing for Shamrock Rovers I think it's 14's, I think it's under 14's mm. and Graham okay. Barrett is the manager and Graham Barrett played for Arsenal and, and Ireland he's the manager and he had them over in a, a competition in Arsenal and they wiped the floor with Man City, Arsenal, Villa, mm. Leicester. They absolutely destroyed all the teams over there. So there is absolute quality in those young Irish ranks. And as you say, the coaching as well looks like it's it's developing where it needs to be. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes in the future.
0: Yeah, the, those underage tournaments to be unbelievable. You know, even even when you get up to 17s, 18s, and you see them on the telly, remember, the, was it the Toulon tournament? Used to be on yeah. in France every yeah. year or two. Yeah, and you yeah, yeah, watch that yeah, and yeah. there's some unbelievable players in there. And a lot of them disappeared, disappear, but some of the uh, some of the some of the players you've seen come through is unbelievable. Um Keith, how's how are you? How was your weekend? Yeah, it was grand. grand you out all? Yeah.
1: No, no. Well I was not out on the bear, no. I was um the lads went down on Friday, I'd like coming out with a point, but we had a match on Saturday morning meeting at nine o'clock. Scandalous hour of the morning, so yeah. uh, so no, I bet i not. And it'll match them today as well, so no, just playing
0: oh, quite easy yeah, stuff. flogging
1: the kids to death with the old football, you know, have them playing all the times. so yeah,
0: they never get tired, don't you know? No, they don't. They don't. Energy levels to be atrocious. Um, yeah. just when you want them to shut up or go to bed, they just keep going. Uh, yeah, anyway, let's get into it. Liverpool four, sports three. Shani I'll come to you first. He makes a couple of changes. Canadi in for Matip uh, Elliot in for Henderson um, And you had Luis Diaz Four starts since October Coming in for Jota I think that was all the changes um, Were you surprised by it? Because he's kept with This team You know over the last Probably four or five And I was a little bit surprised I was happy With it But I was a little bit surprised At the same time Yeah
2: Yeah um I wasn't surprised with Canate coming back in, to be honest. Not that mattered about a bad game. It's just I expected him to come back in if he was sort of fit. I know it was just precautionary that he was left out during the week. Um, the front three, I expected changes as well. Um, because Klopp had already alluded that there would be changes in the front line. And then the midfield surprised me the most. I was thinking, oh, might be a bit lightweight in there with Fabinho, Elliot, and Jones. And, um, yeah, they were good. I, I, they were good. Like I I think they, they performed well. I, I didn't see the midfield as an issue, at all at any stage of the game. Um, so, pretty much as expected, chopping and changing. Um, great to see Diaz starting again. It was one of them things where it looked like he was going to be just getting the 60 and, and get, getting him minutes again. He's been kind of dripped back into the squad and he was good. He was very good. He looked sharp. He even looked sharp when he came on against West Ham. So, yeah. Uh, Klopp just kind of utilising the squad. It, we're in a kind of a fucking purgatory at the moment whether we can get this top fourth spot or not. Or, but all we can kind of do is win our games and see where we end up. But um, pretty much, like I'd, I'd know, like I'd seen people freaking out over the starting 11s, but it's not something I'm gonna. I can see myself doing between now and the end of the season, to be honest with you.
0: No, he felt like he found a system, and he found players that he wanted to play in it. And Jones probably being the biggest surprise of it all. But then again, at the same time, when you look at what we have in midfield, and you know, Thiago's come in and had a couple of um, appearances off the bench, but doesn't get it. You know, hasn't come in and just gone back into the team and started. Keith, I want to move on to the first fifteen minutes. Because I want to take this uh, instead of going through every single part of the game, right? I, I want to do it in the first fifteen. I want to do it between fifteen and half time, and then the second half, right? And we we we'll, we'll get on to possible red cards. That referee, who just how he refs Liverpool games beyond me, and um, another bits in between. But the force fifteen, Keith, we come out. Trent is doing that thing where he's drifting into that midfield and playing, um. Diaz looks lively and we just pulled them apart for 15 minutes they don't know where they are they don't know what we're doing and for once Liverpool while tearing teams apart capitalised massively on it and we are untouchable untouchable for the first 15 minutes of that game
1: yeah um, and they come out of traps well Curtis Jones, I thought, was lively. Yeah, I thought he was excellent today, to be honest. And and generally speaking, going back to the selection there, when you see Curtis Jones and Harvey Elliott, you're sort of going, whoa, 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 not these two. But I think Curtis Jones, in this moment in time, is sort of warranting that that position. Do you know what I mean? So it, it, it nearly alleviates like that oh, <clears> two young lads coming in there. Um, I thought he was excellent. I thought he started off really well. I thought... We we really got at them and, and spores are fragile. I know they came back against Manchester United, but we cannot uh, we cannot give any team um that's been top six there or thereabouts, floating around that. You can't give them a sniff to be getting back into games and to me it looked like we weren't, we were just putting our foot on the throat. We're going one nil up, two 0 up within what, five minutes or banging in another one we're getting a pen of walk, just tearing them apart sass there says um romero and Poro were awful and romero like jesus christ that fella was just so rash and it looked like the way we started the game we were gonna have them on toast all day and i didn't see any indication of how the game would go after that 15 minutes. I'm looking at it, and Liverpool are on top. They're moving the ball. Spurs are sloppy. They're giving cheap balls away. I didn't see anything in their team that made me think they were going to get back into the game. And I thought this was going to be a routine. I thought we were going to slaughter them. I thought, when I went to 3-0, I thought, well, we're going to put more than seven past this. We're at home. We're on the crest of a wave here. We're starting well. This is only going one way. And, um yeah, it didn't. It was... It was, it was a, a fucking disgraceful performance, to be honest with you. But yeah, we I want to. I, I, I we'll on to that. But for the start, I have no, I don't think I've ever seen a game where we started so well and gone to shit so much yeah. as, as I did today. And yeah. I just didn't see it coming. I thought, I thought it was going to be absolute routine, roll over them.
2: Yeah.
0: But, it, like, well, we start and we're, we're, we're busy on it, we're moving it. Trent is, like, I thought Trent in the first 25 minutes was just. Um, unplayable now in fairness Spores came out as if not so much that they'd never played together but haven't seen what Liverpool have done over the last three or four games and just went what's all this about do you know what I mean like, Liverpool literally had three at the back did that kind of box midfield did three up front and Spores didn't know what to be doing especially midfield they didn't know what, like Harry Kane at one stage just asked them to press and the team don't want to press because if they press they're getting played through and literally five Liverpool players are all over Spurs' back line and you get the first, you get the second, and like you said, I thought, look after 15 minutes, this could be five, six, seven. it could yeah. be, because if Spurs, if you look at the Newcastle result, you're thinking, you know, I think we've more quality than Newcastle, I think, you know, put the foot on the throat, but Shani, going back, the fourth goal, you know, really happy for Curtis Jones, because look, everyone's a bit unsure of a Curtis Jones, you've said to yourself, you know, what does he do, you know, does keeping the ball neat and tidy, fine, but you need to do a bit more, That's what you want him to do, Shani, isn't it? Being that, that extra man in the box or, you know, getting into the back post or the front post, wherever it might be, making himself an option in the box when we're on top. Really good finish as well.
2: Yeah, he takes it really well. And look, obviously I want Jones to do well. I just, there's people who know more about football than me that be able to tell you exactly what he does and what he brings to the team. But, the eye test for me is that he's just sort of a a tidy player who can in midfield and be competitive and show a bit of energy. But I thought he was brilliant today. I think he, he's kinda earned his place in this team at the moment with his performances. You can't really like be harsh to take him out. I think he takes the goal really well. It's a brilliant ball from Trent and he's there. And he finishes it well and, and that's sort of what we will be looking for now if we're going to sign a midfielder in the summer is to Get someone in. For example, like Mason Mount, you want arriving in there and, and contributing and chipping in from midfield. I thought he was very good today. I thought he was definitely the best performer amongst our midfielders. Um, and it's good to see him get a run of games. He's had a couple of weird injuries. You, you forget he's only 22. But um, if Liverpool do the business that's required in the summer and maybe the Europa League, and the Carlin Cup. I don't know how much football Curtis Jones is going to be playing for Liverpool next year. Um, I think he's more of a centre-mid than, than Harvey Elliott is, but I think they may suffer from the same uh, things going forward. I don't think that they're really physical enough um, for what Liverpool are trying to do. Um, to be honest with you, with this new season, system going forward I don't know what Klopp's going to expect from the midfielders because this is something sort of new so look he's playing well Um, I think any detractors, you couldn't really begrudge him a place in the team at the moment he's performing and if it's a meritocracy as it normally is with Klopp then he's going to continue to play I think he took his goal well today I think he's growing again you know like in game so no real issue with it. Uh, a good start. Energetic start. And he's there at the back post. And another assist from Trent, who, to be honest with you, is just I'm sick of what's going on now about his lack of defence or like that. Look what's happening to centre back start having to go out there now in this system and defend. It's not easy. But if 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 that's what Trent's output's going to be, then I'm willing to take that sacrifice fucking all day twice on a Sunday because, honestly, there's not many better players with the distribution in possession better than Trent in the league. The fourth one that comes to mind is is Kevin De Bruyne. Um, he's fucking class. He's so, he's so good. Trent, his numbers are off the charts considering... And, and you have to give him a bit of fucking... A bit of credit as well because the mental fortitude he's shown, he, he always gets back. He always comes in and he, he never hides, you know, like I've never seen him hiding considering what the kind of hatchet jobs that Sky and and the English media have done on him and Garrett Southgate, who was at the game today, fucking asshole, should have been thrown away at the turnstile. T- t- yeah. Absolute prick. Um Yeah, Trent absolutely brilliant for that guy it's all him Cordis does well but it's all Trent for me
0: I think um uh <laughs> red stasis Gav can you move slightly to your right I'm trying to work out what the red thing is uh hold on that way yeah it's a it's a Paw Patrol tower um the house is literally upside down everybody um you can probably see the the, the backgrounds that I had I don't even know what to do up there um so everything's being switched around the room um this is a permanent thing, yeah. Yeah, sofas are in bits, um, floors are in. If I move a bit, oh, if I move a bit that way, you can see fireplaces have been taken out. So, I knew one year's of that so I might as well answer it. Um, but no, the place is absolutely upside down. But, um, in the coming weeks, the, the background will become nicer. Um, let's just say that. Um, it is got it is a lot of trend, but I, I love the finish from him. He keeps his he's, he's a long time watching it coming over, and to, to keep his head over, to keep it down. Going to catch it on, you know, perfectly and pour the pass faster. I thought it was really good. Still into this force 15 minutes, first five. Um, Keith, Luis Diaz gets that start. Um, it's good play down the right side. Gakpo is brilliant off the ball again, his yeah. movement off the ball. And Spurs are looking around him like genuinely, he makes that run. I think it might be Eric Doris looking around, going, Where has he come from? And why is nobody following him? But Gakbo just so intelligent. It's a good cutback. It's more. It's more or less what he can do with it. You know, he's right on the end line, and Lewis Diaz gets across the front post, and it's a brilliant finish. And for him to be back for the four starts since October, Keith, to see him get a goal was it was brilliant, wasn't it? Because he's going to be a huge player at Liverpool. He was before he was injured, and he's definitely going to be um, in these next whatever amount of league games and and going into next season.
1: Yeah, I think Shawny touched on it there as well. That he he came back in against West Ham and looked lively in that game and carried it into today. Gets an early goal, and it's another attacking threat that Liverpool have, you know. And and we think back a few months when, you know, it was Mo, it was Darwin, and whoever else we could rustle up. You know, we were really really um, short on on options up there, and now, you know, we've we've got Gakpo who. I just think is turning into such an intelligent clever player he will get great goals but his play off the ball as you said is is, is absolutely outstanding and then you've got there Diaz coming in and he is a threat and he's fast and he's direct and he's different to the others do you know what i mean he is different to the others and i just i'm delighted to get him in and i i did have started to have a show hemorrhage when i seen him getting kicked by oliver skip or whatever his name is when he went high over onto his um onto his foot I thought that was a bit of a dodgy moment but he got through it and and, and i'm delighted because i just think he's an excellent player he carries the ball he's an outlet from the minute he came into liverpool he's been an outlet you know run down that line hold on to that ball and we missed it when he when he was out of the team and it's great to have him back but as i said it's another option in the <clears> attack that's starting to look a bit more um, threatening in the last uh, few weeks, which is no coincidence because they're all coming back into f- um, fitness and things like that. But I, I was delighted to see him get the goal. Similar to um, Cortis getting the force or You know, the players that, it's great It's great when Mo scores. It's great if Gakbo's hitting my in from 25 yards like he did against West Ham. But I love it when the likes of Cortis is, gets a little reward. When Diaz comes back in after having a great start of the season and gets that little confidence boost I thought yep this. and as I said I thought this was going to lead on to an absolute and floodgate it's been open and loads of goals going in but it was just a great start you know it was a great great start
0: um shiny it's 3-0 after 15 um ridiculous challenge on the edge of the box on Gakpo. like Gakpo does well to turn but what are you doing going to the ground and just swinging your feet at it um it's a clear so is, that
2: be, is that before or after the skip challenge, by the way? The panel before. B-
0: before. Before. Um.
2: You're a little prick, that fella, by the way. You're fucking Well, you we, 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 on get, on to, we get on to we get on him and probably well and Jota and smashed. Paul
0: Tierney and stuff like that in a bit. But spores are all over the shop. You know, that ball breaks in midfield and it's just a one go pass and he's like he's on the edge of the box with just take a touch and I'm getting a shot away here. Um Romero isn't it um, takes yeah. him in. Um, clear penalty I was like don't let Salah near it but <laughs> Salah in <laughs> fairness to him Salah in fairness to him puts it away and you can actually see Klopp after it, does this sort of gesture as if to go right he's, you know it's kind of he's cleared he's cleared that kind of hurdle now and, and that was good to see but they were just all over the place Shawnee. like I just like Liverpool were playing really well but I just couldn't understand how a non-pressing team we're being played through that easy. And Gakpo again, is picking up these really intelligent positions where he's going to hurt you. And at that stage, did you think this is this is going to be a riot?
2: Yeah, because it, it was some of the best football I've seen Liverpool play in the opening 15 minutes. I think one thing that we are talking about Elliot and what he does and doesn't do, you could see that his system was causing them all sorts of problems because one stage in the build-up before that Trent gets the ball and is cutting across midfield. And you can see Salah makes a run in behind and spores completely drop. And then Elliot comes out of win and is able to take the ball. He's in acres of space. We have them at sixes and sevens. Like they fucking are chasing shadows for the first 15 minutes, which is it's kind of mad considering how the game ended up playing out, how much better we were than them. Um, and you are know, thinking to yourself, like, I think they shipped five and 22 minutes against Newcastle yeah. or something like that. This could be a similar job here. It looks like it's absolute head loss, and I wouldn't mind the pass from Trent. It, it dribbled into the box, and Gakpo is just sharp and very Bobby-like, and just <laughs> taking the ball and beating the man and drawing the foul. And look, there's no absolutely no arguments and Salah dispatches. I I knew he'd score it. To be honest with you, I I, I knew because I was I had nervous it. when you hear a hoy, it was a bit now, nervous. Uh, I knew he would I had a feeling he would and look he takes a well and that's what his 17th league goal of the season which is it's it's mad numbers considering the, the shoy um, we've saved up this year and all these Ballon d'Or contenders being chalked up to like your Rashford's and your Saka's and whoever else and this fella that paid in comparison to him really um, yeah like a brilliant opening towards 15 minutes, and you're thinking, right, put the foot in the trout here and run up the numbers and kind of make a statement. But fucking, you even text me going, I want us to keep this up now. Yeah. Because I think, I think, you
0: said to me after 20, foot on the trout here. And I said, yeah, yeah, we have got our foot on the trout. And I want to see this for 90 minutes. And this we're going to go into next. Uh, yeah. Just. Just... What, what, like you? You're thinking, Shawnee, After 15 minutes here, what score could this be, right? Because Liverpool looked like they were full of energy. They were pressing. They were they were keeping the ball well, but they were keeping the ball where, like you said, one fella make a run. Spurs would react. Another player gets it 20 yards deeper than the fella that made the run. He's turning, and then now he's looking at the guy that's made the run, going right. I'm going to give it to you now, and they're they're going to be all over. Like they were banging, They were pinging it around. They were getting in. Gakpo was brilliant. Diaz was live. He's the same. Trent was I thought Trent was just majestic in the first 25 minutes. Um and I know it was against Spurs who were poor. But but I just couldn't. And I want I want to talk this as an overall. You can touch on the you can touch on the goals, we can see it if you want, right? But from twenty five minutes on in that game, right? No, sorry, I won't. We'll go on to the next in a minute. Let's talk about the a couple of decisions, right? Keith. Skip on, on Diaz, right? Yeah. What do you think?
1: this tackle.
0: In Is this day red. and
1: age. Well, in this day and age, I've seen them really? given. And, I mean, Andy Robertson got a red for less than that on the against sports boy Paul Tierney, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Harry Kane. Sorry, Harry Kane got away with one. That's what it was.
0: Yeah, but well, was Harry it not Kane the same game then? That...
1: The same game Robertson got sent off. Yeah, that was. Yeah, for so that was for Kevin. kicking that was a bleeding was off on the side he bleeding someone. no bended someone now Kane went over the ball and absolutely crunched it so he seems to have a maybe a bleeding and um, there for letting those ones go when their spores on Liverpool but he didn't even give mid- a felt yeah exactly I checked the the stats there to see what minute skip got booked in when you said was that before the uh the penalty, and I'm like, this didn't get hurt.
0: Told us there it was the 33rd minute when that happened.
1: Yeah, like it was a horrendous tackle. And we've seen tackles like we've seen less tackles getting given as red cards upon a VAR inspection. Now, I don't know, yeah, the VAR can intervene on that, can't they? Because he didn't give well. A
0: card. Well, I, I, I Kevo Sullivan was saying something earlier, he might have been in the, in the Telegram group, but he was saying, if Paul Tierney doesn't see it. Or doesn't think it's it's as as significant yeah. as it was. If VAR looker and don't think it's a red, they don't have to reference it back to them. Mm. Like they don't they don't have to go. Oh, it wasn't even checked. You know, yeah. like. But but this is the, this is the thing. Like,
1: clear and obvious error. They, oh, should and help, them, going, they should be going to help. them. They
0: should be going to unless they think it's a yellow, but and they probably don't go back to them. But it, like honestly. Right, and we granted go on to Jota later because I think Jota should go as well. By the way, right? Um, I'll throw it out there. But with VAR, right, and and t- like, I don't think Tierney does himself any favors in this game. But I don't think VAR do many favors either. Like they could easily just turn around and go, Paul, you missed that. It's a tackle. He's gone above the ankle. He stood shown. Will you please come back and look at it? And he goes no, back I and looks at it and goes, "Fuck, it's a mm. red," and he sends him off. But nobody does me, anyone so- any favors here.
2: If was Fabinho on the edge of the box to Harry Kane, he's getting he's walking. Yeah. That's yeah, a everybody. fact. Yeah. yeah. And but and then again, what, Fabinho does, Fabinho pre- does jump. he was doing the same against Newcastle, going around putting the boot in after they were fucking five nil down. He nearly broke yeah. Boy Merez's leg as well. Yeah. And that's but, what annoyed me most as I was watching this game is going, is nobody gonna fucking smack this little prick. Yeah. Because he was going around leaving it on. He was going around that could easily be a leg breaker. Easy. That's I he the worst. How was that the not season. serious? How was it not serious foul play? How is it not even reviewed? Paul Tierney is a fucking wet wipe. I can't stand him. <coughs> and as bad as all the refs are in this league, Boyfire he is the worst because he's yeah. an obnoxious little prick as well, a malignant little.
0: But th- I never minded. I never now. minded. I never minded Tierney, right? No, until
2: until that score. No, honestly, I felt Tierney
0: head, was head. one of the one of the. Not the better referee, but Wonka kind of went under the radar a little bit until that game against Spurs when he doesn't send Kane off, right? And then ever since then, it's like every time I see him on the sheet to, go to uh, referee Liverpool, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Because he literally got, he's the definition of a referee that he's not bothered about refereeing the game. He's more bothered about letting you know that he's refereeing it. You, do you get what I'm saying? Should I the let you know they the man before. in charge club here and I'll show out. you on the man in charge and fuck the decisions to go beyond. Like, you both think that's a red card. Keith, Jota, yeah. that's a red as well.
1: I'm on defence on this because he, he does catch him and the subsequent blood would say, oh, he can't have that. But he's going for the ball and skip ducks his head. The foot is high. I think a yellow card on that, personally. I think it's a yellow card in this day and age. But if it gets given the head, you can't a,
2: argue. And that fucking Melpraider in the refs here, eh? got Harry Kane. Yeah. You, you send him off. Get yeah. the fuck. Why was there no one else on should. that? He should he yeah. he had to get kicked in the head in the fourth place. He should have been fucking sent off. Yeah.
0: Do you remember the to... Manae
1: won against City? And Manae is in the air and he catches Ed, Edison. Ederson in the in the face, right? Man, looking at the ball. He's but the, his foot is way up, you know. Ed Ederson's still looking for a header, but we felt that Jota's foot is well high. It's not, you know, a blatant karate kick. He is going for a ball. Skip is ducking down for it, and I think put it this way: if he doesn't bust him open,
2: it's not a red card. Do you know what I mean? It's because I'm absolutely shocked up. it wasn't given. I'm shocked it wasn't given, regardless of how you feel yeah. about it. I'm shocked it wasn't given. I'm <laughs> shocked it didn't go with the VAR, and I'm shocked he didn't fucking give it because the way the game was going at the time he was disgraceful and that's the thing is like we won today and you probably in another day you just fucking gloss over the fact but this is like an ongoing thing klopp even referenced it in in the in the post-match saying what's the story with this fella what he said to me when he booked me is what he said yeah there's There's something wrong with him it's not okay yeah he has an issue with me and it was after or remember it was a, was a last year he didn't give the foul on Jotty in the box. And he doesn't send Harry Kane off. Like Harry yeah. Kane literally goes over the ball and still could have broke Robertson's leg again. He doesn't give either. And then after the game, I, I'm not that must have been previous. Because Klopp actually goes onto the pitch after the game and says, I don't know what your problem is, but you don't like me. It's yeah. always you. And that's exactly what Klopp says. It's always you. And he's just smiling at me and walking off. And you're yeah clown in the MVA, like we've we've he's been to this dance I don't know how many times going on about how shy the referees are in England and you'll have Dame McGallagher on Sky tomorrow deflecting and, and doing wherever he can. They've actually had to sack refs this year. They sacked the ref after the Arsenal Brentford game at the Emirates because they couldn't be bothered to use the fucking this technology that's supposed to be bailing this bailing them out. It's getting to a stage now where the Premier League, we can all agree, is the biggest league in the world. That the standard officiating is actually starting to harm the product. It's absolutely fucking brutal. And I've nothing, I've nothing against people trying to earn a few quid. But I was watching a game the other day, YouTube highlights of a game in Saudi Arabia where Ronaldo's fucking going mad. And Michael Oliver's Ronaldo's running around. The like, what yeah. the fuck's going on here? Is, is this an old game? Is this like a bleeding uh, pre-season friendly or something? Yeah. And then the next day he's repping the game in the Premier League. Like, what's the people might see might see the issue with that, but like, it, it, they're not professional. They're not professional at all. And we've said this, I don't know how many times. There's no accountability, are right? we? So why club should have come out today? And obviously he can't for legal reasons or whatever. He get himself into trouble saying exactly what fucking Tierney said to him after yeah. the after the game. But he's gonna get himself into trouble. Into, know, if those mics are hot. Alright, which they should be because they're in constant communication with the lads in fucking wherever they are, Stockley Park. He should be pulled on it. <clears> if, if it's the said, I, I, I yeah, Klopp, the Klopp doesn't awesome. treat me as the type of bloke to bring it up to say uh Klopp has a B in his bono with Tierney because Tierney obviously has a fucking problem with Klopp. It's a two-way street. It it it, it can't just be glossed over anymore. Something has to come in this. He's fucking dog shy Now, in fairness, if you start sacking all the rest in the Premier League for being shy, yeah, honestly, you'll have none left. They'll be pulling, fellas, yeah, yeah, they'll have none left because they're all yeah. brutal.
0: Well, O'Shea says here, the Times are reporting that Klopp is going to be charged for saying that Tierney has an agenda against us. These guys, no accountability, breeds incompetence. Klopp has said that he got he was he went over the top and said I deserved my yellow, but what he said to me. When he gave me that yellow, was not okay. But there again, Klopp will be held responsible for his actions and the referee won't be held responsible for his. And this, it, lads, go back and listen to the podcast we've done 12 months ago, 18 months ago. And I kept telling you, there is not enough responsibility taken. There's too many grey areas and no matter what situation they're in, unless it's ridiculous, they have a way out. They have a way out to step aside, s- side step responsibility, and whether that's, in a, whether that's a decision on the pitch, a decision of VAR, comments they make, like that guy a couple weeks ago elbows Andy Robertson in the fucking face, right? And what happens? Nothing. Now I'm telling you now, no, you switch no, that around and Andy Robertson, Andy, your man touches Andy Robertson, Andy Robertson does that. He's off.
1: Andy Robertson was vilified for you know, antagonizing. <coughs> and
0: this this this, this, this is con- con- consistently what we're at. Who was the ref but that
1: day. Paul Tierney.
0: Probably it might have been. It was, actually. It was yeah. Paul Tierney. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. It was the ref that day. Yeah, it um, was, yeah. But but this look I don't know what you, I feel it was two, both reds, Keith going on the yellow, Sean, I don't know where you, I know that tackle.
1: sounds, that sounds like, you know, oh, you want tryable. the sports red, yeah. and the, it, it's yeah, genuinely yeah. not, it's, it, the sports one's 100% a red card, it's a fucking leg breaking, challenge in my opinion, and the other one is more, the fact that he bores them open, I think makes it look worse than it is, but it was a high four, standard yellow card, and nothing more, mm. and it's not a tribal thing, because, look, we've seen, that we've got decisions, we've, decisions have gone against us, What's more important is the state of the refereeing, as we said. Not the actual Liverpool didn't get a decision, did get a decision. It's the fucking state of them. And it's not just against Liverpool either. It's all the refereeing, as Sean you touched on, it. it's fucking dirt. And it's not going to get better. Do you know what? It's slightly off topic, right? So we coach junior football and only kids, we don't have referees at airstage, but I'm in WhatsApp groups and Facebook groups and there's nobody ref games anymore. At skillboy level in Ireland, right now I'm sure it's probably the same in the UK again. The blade the heads punched the them in games and all—it's absolute madness. <clears> well, you, you, are you, not you will do sorry, it.
0: sorry, Keith. You will see grassroots refereeing groups. You know, basically, like no matter what happens, saying, "Oh, well, you can't say that to the ref because that's why people don't get into referees." Oh. But Keith, that's not the case, is it? Like, if oh. if a referee wants the referee, by all means, respect them. Right? Don't yeah. be pricks. And this is why I've said, mic them up. And if if players want to be pricks, send them off, and you'll get the respect. But, Keith, you can't differentiate and say people don't want to ref because they're being abused. That's not the case. People don't want to ref because they're probably looking and going, like, you know what I mean? I fucking can't stand these referees I'm watching on telly every week. Why would I want to do it?
1: I want to be a clamper. Well, but, but look, like, it's it's like you want to be either. a
0: footballer, Keith. If you want to be a footballer, right, totally you have your... You. Well, you know, it's a still time. You're only 28. But what I'm saying is, right, But if you want to be a footballer, you have your heroes, right? Football and heroes, right? If you wanted to be, I don't know, a musician, you'd have your musical... You know, heroes. If you want to be a referee you would probably have, not heroes is probably not the word to use, but people you would look up to. You might look up to Pere Luigi Colina, you might look up to whoever it might be, whatever referee but these people can never be looked up to Keith, because they're looked at and they are just incompetent as individuals and an organisation on a weekly basis like you said.
1: But we've said this for years uh, the, the English referees did not want VAR and since VAR has come in It's been an absolute shit show. So there's a thing an issue with the PGMOL above everything else. Like it's a it's a cartel that they look after each other, they look after themselves and the accountability isn't there. Like imagine Mike's were effed up, but then we'd know what Paul Tierney said to Jordan Klopp today. Well he wouldn't have fucking said it.
2: And it but Gav, like it this fixture again. I think it's seventeen, eighteen season. And it's John Moss. Yeah. And, oh, when well, he doesn't know what yeah. happened
0: with with Lovren, if Just he the give it... there's,
2: there's literal coverage of this, and that's yeah. pure. That if, for anyone that hasn't seen it, I actually okay. don't. I think actually a man cute might be the fourth official that day. No, Martin. Oh yeah, it could be, Yeah. Yeah, and he. I, I, I can't remember who it. Cause they're all the same. They all look the same. Yeah. Fucking Martin Atkinson is on fire. Yeah, like man. the. Who can roll the in geography? No, there was no, the oh, there was no var at the time. There yeah, was no var. But Martin Atkinson is the one he's asking. So whatever Martin Atkinson like, was, is it a penalty? You got that? And then, and then the Ford official goes, "Well, it's a penalty if Lovren is off. Is uh, I think if he touches it, if, if Lovren, Lovren touches the cane is on side, then it, it's a penalty. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, if, if Lovren, Lovren doesn't, doesn't touch it, he he's offside. It. Yeah. Uh, uh, and you can literally hear John Moscow, All right, I'm gonna give it. Yeah. yeah. It's pure guesswork and, and for that reason that's why they're not mic'd up yeah like this is this is fucking this is part of the problem yeah if they think... were mic'd up it would be any ounce of accountability to give these people they'll be further exposed <laughs> the var is supposed to help referees it's assistant the key word is sa is, is assistant but it's just further exposed them for their incompetence hmm. and i think there was. Crossed wires at the start, where people had issue with the technology itself. But it was never about the technology; it was the fucking need to tell a man in it. They couldn't draw straight lines on it, so they then they brought in a fucking computer to draw straight lines. They're still getting it wrong. There's always going to be hum, human error. You can't get rid of iron now. You, you just can't. I don't even see how they can, like you said, how how are they looking up there I don't see how the, this makes it better. Oh, you haven't seen a ref where I looked and go, Who's he? You know nearly every ref by name now. They're all fucking brutal. But it's, like
0: a, but it's like a footballer in a team, and we say we we've said it quite a lot this season about Liverpool, where you say he's too comfortable. He knows it doesn't matter. He, he's got to play. You know Trent has been. Trent has been. I think he's had a poor season overall, right? But we know Trent's gonna play if he's fit. And that's this is what's happening with these people. These people are turning up at Anfield, the Emirates. Fucking the Etihad, Old Trafford, Brentford's Ground, wherever it might be, right? The, 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 I was going to say the Dell there. St. Mary's, show me Um, there. But they're all turning up there going, ah, yeah, but, you know, we'll we find a way to sidestep it if there's an issue. And sure, who are you going to put in? You know what I mean? Because they're running out of people to put in. And what's happening is that they're probably going to have to start promoting from lower divisions. And they're promoting these people too early. Because these people usually come up and run the line or, you know, they, might get, a, they get, might get the odd game here and then they'll put back down again. And genuinely, it's just a comfort zone and and, and part of it is defiance. Again, still, against the, the system that's in place, which is the video assistant referee. But, uh,
1: but they've put all these barriers about clearing obvious errors and it has to be cleared. No, it just has to be an error. Like, you've made a ball to that, go in and check it not yeah. clear and obvious they can't be going well well i think what you he saw here was this and he could be right whoa whoa, whoa. what's the point having a video ref for that mm. and then they have this high bar show as well this tolerance level and it's like this is just mates looking after mates and i just touched on about derma gallagher will be on in the morning peter walton will get wheeled out these are the bleeding experts and all they ever do is back up the refs it's a fucking waste
2: of time it's a joke they'd be far better off i think the fourth part of the call for me to to, kind of, to instantly improve this process, is we shouldn't know who's on BAR before the game. Yeah. There should be an, anom- an anonymous assistant in Stockley Park. They shouldn't even have toys to these refs. They should be a completely separate That's entity. That's the problem.
1: That's the problem. Be
2: ish- because what's like, who was on VAR today? Q. Yeah. yeah. Q, like, he could be a to- uh, referee's assistant next week. Yep. To, to live up here follow Fulham yep. at the game. Can we they, What do you think is going to happen? Like, do you, are they going to walk into the referees' room before the game, going, oh, come here look at me. I stitched you up there, you No, know they're not. they mates. You're going to back. You're going to back them. So yeah. That's that's what yeah, they, they do. That's a, they and in it, it's it's like in, in fairness, that's natural now. That should be taken yeah. out though. It's completely counterproductive. The bit like the the fucking the the fellas in the van should be absolutely completely anonymous it shouldn't matter who it is why does it matter who it is why does it care the only look ref should run around with balaclavas on it doesn't matter who it is you only have to worry about what they're making the fucking right decision why do we need to know the name of the assistant yeah why but do we you we need to know
0: but like when there's responsibility in place we'd no problem knowing the names of the linesman do you know what i mean exactly you do you know what i mean yeah. but but the problem is like the, the thing is right we don't want to know who they are because it just annoys us when we know who they are. Let's be honest about it. Like all oh, that it's fucking cube again. Cube was fu- the ref and he was but, doing honestly, the AR, i suppose last year as
1: well. Yeah, but honestly,
0: lads, that. honestly, if the they if they if they tried if they just done what they were meant to do, okay, and followed it as you're meant to follow it and took some responsibility, right? You wouldn't mind, know what the name is because, okay, say a, say a VAR fella in the van, the Transavan, a Stockley Park, wherever they're in, right? Say say he's there and he calls the referee and says, I think you might have a problem there, right? Okay? And he goes, the ref goes and looks at it and says, you know, no, I don't think it is a red. I think it's fine. Now, as Liverpool find you going, well, that fucking prick tried to get us done there and, you know, at least the referee stood up for us. But at least... If, if they took responsibility, you'd say, he made a mistake last week, but we know he made a mistake. We know who he is. We know how the conversation went. And, you know, it's out there. But we still sit here to this day where clear and obvious and this and that and loads and loads of fucking words. And we still to this day do not know what the process is and you how the really- process goes. And everything a player and a manager is... is does at a football game is under the magnifying glass a million percent, but referees have that little area where if it goes if it goes south, we have this little buffer. We always have this buffer where we can't be questioned and it will show. It will show now if this thing between Klopp and Tierney blows up in the next 24 hours, which I suggest it will because it's a bank holiday Monday. They need something to fucking go on about, and this is what they'll absolutely latch on to in the next 24 to 40 hours. But anyway, moving on. Sean, I'll come to you first. The next seven, 70 minutes of that game, Liverpool are appalling, right? Now, I'm on record as saying last week the week before that, uh, you know... um. Performances don't matter, get the points, right? And that's still true to a certain point. But Shawnee, I'm genuinely sick and tired of Liverpool getting themselves in a good position, right? Or being in a game and then just deciding that this is too easy and we just fucking stop playing. And that's what they've done today, because I promise you, if they keep her at a level that of 75% of what they've done in the first 15 minutes, they cruise that game. But today, they just torn off, look, disinterested, and robbed Spores of a, of a point, to be perfectly honest with you.
2: No, I don't agree with that. They did? They robbed Spores? Yeah. I, I don't agree with that. No, you we did. pissed all over. But here, listen, we pissed all over. Even when they brought that, We made the changes in the second half, and we were more or less in control. They get in and get one. It, it was always going to be a case, Gav. If we hadn't gotten... A, a half time there at 3 0. It's a nothing yeah. game. They, we gave him a carrot, we, we kept shooting ourselves. The to but this is what I'm yeah, saying, and, and, I, and I get that. So I, I don't agree that we rob spores at all. Spores no. robbed themselves because spores sure are fucking well. spores, they're absolutely shite. They've been shite for your man Claude's whole existence there in the chat. Yeah, talking yeah. absolute cobblers. What are you doing here? you a dork, absolutely dort We didn't, it wasn't even. Fucking resilience that got us back into the game. It was a back pass off a winger, playing the ball back. Is that managed by a fucking a maths teacher? Get out of chat, you bleeding sausage. We we start playing football lab. That's true, but it's just poor, poor, poor game management. Really, um, the system is causing us problems. That what we're trying to do now is causing us problems. Robertson is being exposed. Van Dijk is being exposed. Just not being physical enough, I don't think Spurs were lucky at all. I think Spurs should have been down to 10, or unlucky at all. Sports were down to 10 men after, should have been down to 10 men when we were training up. We allowed them back in the game. Yeah, that's fair enough. But, like, it was poor. It was frustrating. They hit the post twice, I think, early in the second half. But then don't really bother us until their second goal. Now that being said, we're not really bothering them, but people are getting on the club for the changes. I think we kinda get a little bit of control in the game again when the, the, the changes are forced made. Um when they got when they got the second goal, it did always feel like we were gonna concede a toward because we've been flaky this year. That's sort of the way we've been. Um the defence just hasn't been good enough. I don't think we've defended well as a unit and I think individually as well where normally Kanate would bail us out or someone would bail us out like Van Dijk for the fourth goal it's it's fucking awful slow tackle oh. like if you can't be the fucking Rolls Royce defender just be a defender and put yourself in the way over committing I don't know what the story is with Virgil but it's starting to worry me now to be honest with you because they're becoming characteristic um, mistakes from normally he's, normally he's the coolest bloke in the stadium but he got torn inside out today by Perisic he was about 46 It's not and like he's he done, he and he done
0: an interview He done an interview during the week where he said
2: yeah and he, he seems perc- he seems like I'll give him that he seems perfectly aware of his own situation but like fucking help yourself I thought you were all, I thought Robbo was rubbish today I thought Canate really struggled today as well yeah. And um, so did Virgil, and it wasn't too dissimilar to the to the Forest game where just putting her RFE, um made us panic a little bit. There was no real like the defenders let themselves down today. Um, yeah, I agree. I I think Virgil may need to. Um, I don't think he's finished. I think he's far from finished. I even think I think Virgil. I, 70 percent is still better than the vast majority of the the centre backs in the league, and you might call that boys, but I genuinely do think it is. I think Virgil may need to um, that maybe need to be a tweak system to accommodate Virgil now, which I'd be all for to be honest with you, or maybe he just needs to change his game a little bit, maybe get a little bit more physical. Or he's not as physical. He never used to have to be physical. Really, he just his pace got him out of trouble, and he used to he used his caution. If you look at the game he has against City, I think that's the way Virgil should be. Like maybe standing off a little bit, maybe a sweep by defender, mm. and and using his using his his distribution of the ball to our to our uh, advantage. But poor from him. Um, he doesn't look. He's gone from looking superhuman to just looking like the rest of the centre backs. To be honest with you, um, and it's just. From his lofty slanders—it's it's hard to watch. We were shy today defensively. We were shy defensively, but we still managed to win. Like when you look, I, I thought Air Winner is comedy. I really did watch. It. Allison just lumps it. <laughs> Allison just lumps it, and Jota is just clever enough to realize this fella's going back to the keeper here, and fucking the two centre halves here are, are in cuckoo land. Um, disappointing. But I don't think it's nothing we can't walk on. I think we're going to have teething problems with this sort of system that we're playing at the moment. What definitely exposed in behind those areas. The line was very high as well, I thought. I think there was, there was a lot of times where air back four was literally on the halfway line when, when the ball was breaking to them. So, look, it's going to take walk, but I'm fully behind that. I think that this will be the system that we got with walking forward. And probably a few adjustments in personnel in the summer and it's not going to be an issue and um, i'm not going to go on about us being mentality monsters today we were just playing sports we hadn't been playing anyone else probably would have been triad
0: yeah and a few and the chat mentioned the fact that this is probably you know sports aren't in the best of form but they're, they're a level above you know the, the couple of teams we've played recently and um, we look susceptible um when we just stepped off and answers lads when all said and done in a season when you're not fighting for anything you can't beat a winner like that and Jota I nearly ripped the roof off the bills I end on the pigeon <laughs> oh, <there we> <laughs> <laughs> like that Um yes. Jota said Jono says here Jota said post game he felt more will go back to the keeper because he's not a defender and that would be his get out I thought he was just trying to cushion it to the centre half that's what I thought he'd done he just, he just got it wrong but Jota was all over it was a great finish and I'm getting lashed out over saying he robbed Spores but what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say there is is that we're 3-0 up in that game right and I know we like to play to our, our you know our principles of, of a high line as so, well but we just stopped playing like if you if Liverpool continue doing what they're doing the first 15 minutes no matter what Spores do they're not getting back into that game I don't care who the fuck they are they they could not handle what we were doing, and even if they they changed and tried to put an extra man in midfield to deal with Trent, fine, we'll find another way. But the intensity dropped off, it got sloppy, and that's where you can see it goes. And and I know it, I get what you're saying, Johnny. You're right behind that, and it's it's a learning curve, and we we bring it into next season. But the intensity has to be there. You know what I mean? It's all right to have about fifteen minutes in a game where things are a bit fucking up. That pass they can go, or that they can go, but this isn't about technical stuff this is about just effort like that and do you know what i mean like an event like when you look at it Spurs got back in the game on 93 we score in ninety four. So we, we robbed the win a little bit i know you we were saying we we're in control but i don't think we've a shot on target in the second half until jota scores well do you know what i mean but one kid, what, are you, what are you making what are
1: you making well no i agree with shawnee i don't think we robbed them i think we shot ourselves in the foot Absolutely, yeah. every that's point. That's fair. I think every chance we gave up, and that's not to do Spurs the disservice. We were absolutely horrendous. Andy Robertson getting caught dilly dallying, Virgil getting caught dilly dallying. And one of the goals we held a high line, and it was a fine line. And Robertson fucking drops in and plays them on side, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? There was no cohesion. I just felt Liverpool did not play defensively. Sound the tall today, and I felt Roy spores got in there and were putting us under them um, little bits of pressure, but it was all stemming from stupidity by Liverpool. That's one of the worst performances. We've got a waiver a win, great last minute winner after Richardson does his little pigeon thing in the 93rd minute. Fucking inject that into me all day long. But we were pissed in that game, we were pissed, and it's not sometimes you can accept if you just go you're under pressure and you can see it remember years ago before Virgil came in and any corner around and you knew it was going to be a goal going in you are under pressure you are getting bombarded we today was different we just kept shooting ourselves in the foot we kept making silly mistakes silly mistake from a training lead you should not at home you shouldn't be fucking giving them up at all and we let them in they had they hit the post about four times Virgil cleared one off the line didn't he was that before the goal?
2: Yeah. Goes back the
1: yeah. yeah. You know, the signs were right there and it was all from our own fucking stupid stupid mistakes. Like it was absolutely bleeding horrendous yeah. but, but, I'm glad we got out with the win, don't get me wrong. Ah, yeah. I don't, we, think we robbed them. I don't think we robbed them, like I think they, you know, they spores this. Spores are gonna spores and, and they did.
0: Yeah. Um sorry, the PGMOL. Just I want to read this because Chris Back's in there and it's just gone back on something we don't. PGMOL released a statement saying they dispute Klopp's comments, say all referees are recorded and will review the audio, saying said Tierney acted in a professional manner. So I told you, this is this is brilliant for it. But, 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 but Keith and, and Shawnee, I'll put it to you then. And like, I know we like playing a high line. I get that. But how many times over the years have you seen Liverpool go 1-0 up, right? And stand on someone's throat and then they do them, right? Or other times they go... We're three 0 up here. Do you know what we're gonna do? We're just gonna fall back a little bit here because we'll mill them on the break, right? We don't know either that. Yeah, we we, we kept we, we we lost all intensity in the press from the front, around midfield, and stable a high line. It's a recipe for disaster. And I know you were saying, Johnny, it's a it's a it's a learning curve, and you know Trent coming in here is it's just a bit different. But do you not agree, Johnny? That like if you put the effort in, they don't high line or anything else. They don't get back into it. Air lack of effort lets them back in. And that's that's annoying, regardless of whether it's just a results business for the next six games or wherever it is.
2: Gav to be honest with you, I've like found that air game management has, has been poor, even in the seasons when we were steamrolling fucking every competition. Like I think we're the only team in the league that doesn't waste time. Honestly, like we don't we don't time waste. There's no shit housing in us. There's no, like, like I said earlier, your man Skip was going around planting on people and he didn't get fucking creamed out of it until the 60, 70th minute. He should have been wob- wobbled in the next challenge after that day has one. But too soft sometimes. Honestly, I just, even the West Ham game last week, what are too one-up my we rushing everything. my are rushing goal kicks and my are rushing throw-ins. Waste time. Wind them up. You're in control of the game. That's we don't do it enough. And I we've been top of the fucking fair play league every year since Club come in. We don't give a bollocks. Nice nice guys finished last or, or fifth in this a little bit more game management and we'd have three or four points at least more on the board. And that would put us right in there with 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 a shout getting top four. Now, it's a distant one as a race, but we're just not I don't see us as not that it's street smart, or street wise, because we do things well. From we defend well as a unit. something like when we're at top, at the top of our game, and we attack. We've more set piece goals than anyone. But I just think game management and being a little bit more clever. I'm a bit, bit of a shit house. Like I watch Rodri for, for Man City, and he's booting people up in the air, and just sorry, ref, he's getting away with more of that. It's not how we operate with things, and they're the fine margins that are gonna make the big difference. Just manage that game in your training. Keep the ball. Were you forcing it? Keep the ball. They have to come on to you. Sports didn't press at all until we gave them a fucking goal. And then we nearly give them a goal straight away after we after they score. Robertson, like you know, yeah. it's just. I think we can be a little bit more snoyed. I think is the word I'm looking for. Start wasting time. Start Newcastle doing it the other night. You get away out. They've done it all season. Done the balls at Anfield. But it, it, it makes a big fucking difference, Gav. It, it not only does it aid you, it, it tempts the opposition into coming on. It, it makes them more susceptible to be caught as well. If you're being like, you know, I just, what, well, too fucking nice. It wrecks me head. That's I, I really hope in the summer we sign some nasty little fucker in the midfield who goes around breaking people up when he has to. Because we don't nice. do it. For being, for being, I used to be clever in the way where he'd be. You'd see him an awful lot of times apologizing to referees, but he doesn't even do it. Mm. Just be fucking, be dirty. Like the the foul that goes against Mo today in the only air bench up, it should be all over the ref Mm. in that instance. Like that, we we didn't even touch on that. He fouls Mo. He fouls Mo for running through, and your man just slips. We, We need to be a little. It's something that we haven't done, I think, since club came in. And look, we've won everything. No doubt about it. But I just think, uh, if, especially when you're better players are getting a little bit older, you need to, the dark guys need to come into the game because you're not going to be as sharp. You're not going to be as quick as you once were. And if you can't be that way, be clever. If you mm. can't be anything, be clever. You not know, like, we don't do it enough. We, we no, really but that, don't. But, that's,
0: but my, my My opinion on being clever... Is to look at this and go. Spurs wants us to keep playing here, right? And fall like what would Spurs have wanted today? Liverpool to play their high line, drop ten, fifteen percent, twenty percent in their in their effort or or their efficiency, and then look to play in the break. That's what Spurs wanted. You give Spurs the ball and stand behind the ball. They're no good. They're fucking no good. I'm telling you, they're no good. But if you keep playing the way we are playing and drop off, we're in. how we're applying ourselves, that's what Spurs went on. And that's what annoys me. Like, I have no problem if Liverpool went into that game today, it was a ding-dong game, 1-4-3, you go, do you know what? wasn't a great result, I wasn't a great performance, but we won. We've said it in the last couple of games. Not great, but we won. But what I'm saying is is that I, I can allow for that. And it is, you know, it's all about results, performances, forget about them, right where I'm running. And I'm completely behind that idea. But don't make it hard for yourself. You know what I mean? Don't me. I'm. I'm not asking you to go a million miles an hour for ninety minutes. But it uh, drop off ten percent. If you need to drop off ten fifteen percent, just drop ten yards then, and just go here. You have the fucking thing for ten minutes. You're not going to do anything against us. Simple as that. Heiberg and Skipper aren't going to open you up, right? Parisage has no room to run because that's all the cunt does is run. Right, um, Kyrus is quite a good player. I like him. Right, Kane is he's decent. not been great, yet. I know. He's, he's had one of those second seasons kind of things, but but right, okay, balls in the box. But Kane doesn't thrive off balls into the box, he thrives off the break and cutbacks and different things. He doesn't thrive as a penalty box striker the majority of the time. So just sit back and go, Yeah, you have it. Fucking we'll play out at half time like that, and then we we'll come out again, we'll throw a few subs on him, we will to you. You know what I mean? And even if we drop off, we're going to kill you anyway. Because we, if you lose it, you're in serious fucking trouble. But that's the way it goes. But look, some of the funniest stuff before we go. Um, what the fuck is Klopp doing? He's had to pull his hamstring and everything. Yeah. Right? Uh, I want to talk about that. Keith, a uh, couple of things. Richarlison's going on as if he's won the World Cup, right? Um, and a minute later, uh, Jota's scoring. But like, I, when the goal went in, I just couldn't stop laughing at A, Richarlison and B, Klopp because like one's like what oh, I don't believe this and you can actually see it on Richard's face. I'm at to doing that big celebration and now they're at the score and like and then Klopp is running up the line, giving it to the forward fish, and then coming back all on me leg. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It was proper um it was proper like it's something you'd see on a reel, isn't it? On a Sunday Sunday morning, um on yeah. Instagram, Sunday morning football, but they were great.
1: Yeah, look I like Klopp reacting, to be honest. I don't mind it. I think he got his wings clipped a bit too much previously. It can't obviously be blamed getting in their face all the time, but you know, it, it, Klopp. We've spoke about it the issues with Tierney, and I was just reading something there going back to that showy hawk. Remember we played United you know, at Old Trafford, and Manet was going through a half time. One on belt to burst through, and Tierney blew for half time thirty seconds before the air. Uh, was that our Old Trafford or Anfield? Old oh, oh Trafford, I think, was, Anfield, was. Anfield
2: one Thank of them you. it was against you and anyway it was on mm-hmm. half
1: time um there was two minutes or a minute added on he blew it up a half a minute earlier when we're on the break i forgot that was him as well so there's loads of issues with this fucker. but especially in games like that today you know Klopp. we all know what has said it you touched on he, he's been on the pitch and he was heard saying it i've no problem with other ref, only you so he has a problem with that set of officials and he let off a bit of steam Fuck it why not his hamstring, which wasn't wasn't the ideal, the, the look didn't look great right after that. But yeah, fuck it. he's an emotional fella, and I'm all for it. But no doubt about it, he will be hammered for that now. Do you know what I mean? He will be hammered, and you just get used to it at this stage. Like, you wouldn't do anything, and no, you know, he'd be getting fines or he'd be getting questioned.
2: Other managers, they would they he should have took his Mickey out and helicoptered fucking Richardson yeah. in the face because he's yeah. a fucking asshole, I think. <laughs> the only thing that, honestly, if you had a handed me a script at one o'clock today and say, read that, that's the way the game's going to go. And there oh, could I have been a million scripts. There could have been a million scripts. Yeah. But the one where the Richarlison whips off his fucking jersey, where the Neymar had to his back. Neymar on him himself. <laughs> only to fucking... He still... <clears throat> He still celebrate when Jota puts the ball in the back of the net. You can see him putting his hands on his head, honestly. The only thing that would have been made up better is if he had a had an Everton jersey on um, and he took his own jersey yeah. off as he was only short. I'd say the brick was hopping with blue shite fucking <laughs> up and down. And the Richie lad giving it a pigeon. It was fucking poetic. It's hmm. absolutely poetic. That's He's his first goal to... for them, is it? And yeah. And yeah, Imagine that being his only Premier League goal of the season. Yeah. Red Steel says says,
0: Richarlison has been booked booked three times this season for taking his short-off after scoring, and he only has one goal. (laughs) 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 Which is amazing. He's booked three times for the short-off, and he's one goal. (laughs) Unbelievable. Anyway, um, we play again. Like Just quickly on the top four. Newcastle come from behind to be Southampton today. Southampton looked down. United you know edge past Villa 1-0, but I believe United you know you were the better side for the majority. Um, Do you just keep going, Keith? Just keep going, you keep to,
1: winning. I uh, suppose there's no point, there's not really a chase as such because there, there's no, until there's mistakes made now, there's no real chase. But you have to position yourself to be ready to go if it does come. And I think that's all Liverpool can do. And... Beyond all that you have to go and try and get a Europa League spot because while we might all think the year out of Europe isn't bad, they're not thinking that and the players won't think that. And I don't want that Europa Conference League. So if you can't get Champions League, you just keep going and get the Europa League. Take that pain and manage it as best you can. But I'm looking at the league table there and you know there's it's getting to it's getting out of um, getting out of reach. I think what we know in um so we're on 56 points newcastle are on 65 United are on 63 but they have a game in hand i mean it it's going to take a blade and collapse by someone uh i think the fixtures aren't too kind for newcastle's matches are they have arsenal next then they're away to Leeds, home to brighton home to leicester and then away to chelsea, away to chelsea. at the end there's potential to drop points there, but that's Chelsea on reput on name, not on what they're serving up at the moment, because they're fucking brutal. And then Manchester United have away to Brighton, away to West Ham, home to Wolves, away to Bournemouth. Again, the the RL made mates Chelsea at Old Trafford in the second last game. And Fulham, Chelsea could actually if they found any sort of form, but I don't have any faith
2: in them doing that. No, either they either could way. hold these up. We we'll need either of them to drop points in the next games, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think if they Liverpool, don't do, you are running, out of, time.
0: You're running out of time. Liverpool play you know. Fulham, no, they
2: win. Because you, you win and you put it on and it's down to, what's it, it's six points to United at the moment with the games in hand, but if you don't, don't capitalise and you're in with a sniff going into the final day, either united or newcastle they they will the bikes. they they they, they are got there but there's got to be nervy moments that the okay all we can do is win and keep the focus honest the silver lining by me is the europa League finals in dublin next year and it'd be some session if we ended up in the final
0: yeah he's a crack wouldn't it yeah, but look, it's it's a it's a win with Liverpool, it's four goals to three, um, we move on, Fulham on Wednesday night, um, it's a Fulham Wednesday and then we have, is it Brentford? Yeah. The weekend then, yeah. um, at home and then, yeah, because I knew we had a couple of home, three home games in a row coming up, um, but I think we can, like, I won't give up until it's impossible, um, I never do, but I think I agree with Keith, it's starting to look over, He's just running out of games. For them, you know, you probably I and I agree with you, Shani as well. You probably need something to happen in the next games where you know, oh fuck Liverpool! We're in six of us here, we're four to go. Could something go wrong here? You know, and just keep winning. Um, but uh, yeah, let, let's see what goes. Let's go. Let's let's sort Fulham out during the week, and then we go from there. Um, charity link is in the description. Donate if you can. If you can't, share it. Like you said, share it wherever you possibly can. Um, our golf day is fast approaching. And the three of us on screen will all be there on the day and um, doing different bits and pieces. Um, the sponsorship is open. Lfcdaytrippers at gmail.com. If you would like to sponsor part of the golf day, if you would like to donate raffle prizes, or if you would like to send us money and we will buy the raffle prizes and then send you the receipt to show you what we've done. Um, this has been very hard this year to drum up stuff, and we're trying our absolute best. The girls that run the Dublin Martin are Trojan work they're doing like it's ridiculous how much they're setting up and doing so but it has been difficult. But if anyone wants to help us out, um lfcdaytrippers at gmail.com and we'll follow them up as much as possible. Or if if you want to get onto us on Twitter or Instagram or whatever it might be, the easiest way to um to, to contact us for you and we we'll make sure to follow up on it. Um Shawnee, anything else before we go? No, Yeah
2: I'm here Yeah. What's up
0: Anything else Before we go Shani
2: No just uh, My mate Liverpool Keith Corkin Is watching He's mad to come on I was talking to him Last night Yeah he's absolutely Fucking He's he's mad He's a bit of Cracked up He's like a scouts version of me I think he might be
0: Coming on Monday
2: well, let's see. I hope he shows up because he's a bit of a flaky fucker as well. So you wouldn't know. But we're gonna meet him. We're gonna meet him when we're over. He's agreed to meet us. but He's a think thing. I know Keith Years had him out over in Dublin last time. He's fucking, he's gas. But just keep a leash on him. Yeah, yeah you might want to. You might want to delay the feed about twenty seconds. <laughs> we half an hour. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, he,
0: he was on to me last night. We're gonna um. We're going to we're going to sort some out. I think we're trying to do something tomorrow night. Like, um, I think so, yeah. Um, sorry, there was a super chat there that went, uh where's it gone? Red Chili with a super chat of course that all the proceeds go to a charity as well. It's going to take a miracle in my opinion. Miracles happen, man. Miracles happen. Keith, anything else before we go? What music are you listening no. to this week? Are you out? How many oh, days of the week are you out drinking this week? What's going on? Not out
1: drinking now. Very quiet this week. Very quiet this week. But I've been listening to who the fuck have I we been listening to? Oh, Marvin Gaye, big, big Marvin Gaye week for me this wow. week. Um, what was I watching? Oh, I was watching. um did you ever watched, have you ever see The Five Bloods, Spike Lee movie? No. About yeah. The lads go back to Vietnam. deadly, deadly film. And uh, very uh, Marvin Gaye. So I've been down a Marvin Gaye rabbit hole. Love it. Love Marvin Gaye, quality. Um, Another one for the kids. You know what I mean? He's going to be. Him big that was shot? He was shot by his own dad, wasn't he? His dad, yeah, his own man shot him and yeah. killed him. Um, they were him and the Mar were having a fight, and he went in. Don't know what he was living with them for. He was about forty-five, and uh yeah, and yeah, Marvin Gaye. Quality, quality. Do you know, just before. Well, I'm looking at this league table. I'm hoping Chelsea. There was a favor. They're eleven points ahead of Everton. They are fucking septic. Yeah. They are absolutely sure They're about twenty points behind. What are they on? Chelsea are on 39 points. We're on 56. We're nearly 20 points ahead of them. And we think we've been atrocious. They are absolutely abysmal and all the money they spent. So, you know, the grass isn't always greener.
0: Yeah. Um, Veranda Chase reckons they'll get people on the moon before we finish in fourth. Of course, Veranda Chase doesn't believe that people actually (laughs) were on the moon. Um, But hit him up if you want to have that discussion. (laughs) Um, Steve O and someone else asked what day is the golf day. The golf day is Friday the 16th of June. So if you want to help us out before then, Dylan O'Rourke is hooked on Shania Twain this week. Wow! Oh,
1: big, big, yeah. Mm, That's a fair play, yeah.
0: And another, oh sorry, Red Chili followed up his super chat with another one. He says miracle have happened before for the Reds. Correct. Stick with it till the end, and um, sure we'll be here throughout the whole thing. Um, that has been the fatback four. Thanks me to everyone for watching. Thanks to Shaney. Thanks to Keith. Um, rest of the week should have winners and losers tomorrow. I don't think we'll have Anton on Tuesday. We will be back on Wednesday for full-time Reds. Hopefully viewers voice on Thursday. Friday will be the Premier League forecast. Saturday Liverpool play Brentford, don't they? So we'll have a full-time Reds that day. And we'll be back with the Fatback 4 on Sunday night. Um, I'm off to do just edit more golf. Uh, that's why I'm watching nothing, Keith. I'm literally editing videos old, all day, every out day. playing the golf golf, golf, yeah. Outplaying golf, video, uh, you know, uh, editing. Doing all this sort of stuff. So I just don't have a minute. I'm literally sitting with the lads on Xbox every night and talking to them while I edit. I'm not even playing any games anymore. Um, that's how bad it's got. But um, if, if you want to check out Bang Average Golf, go ahead, go ahead and check it. We put out three videos last week. We're putting out three um, this week. I'm just finished the one that's coming out tomorrow morning, I think. And it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Our first guest on the channel. And trust me, it's 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 deadly. It's You'll love it. If you don't love it, there's nothing more we can do with you. Uh, that's it. Talk to you in a bit. Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.